0: Hello, everybody. I am Stuart Cohen, and I am glad you're here. This is the Group Sales Power Hour. Our mission, in case you've forgotten, or if it's your first time here, is to help you build a bigger, better group travel business. I have a specific topic I want to cover today, and, and it's about that uh, those two words that we use all the time in the group business to describe that that key person, that influencer. That uh, we depend on to make our groups a success. Group leader, those two words. I, I have a I have a concept that I want to share, a theory that I want to share around the the th- those two words that we use perhaps too often. And I'm not sure it's Pied Piper we should be using because that, yeah, that's not one of my favorites either. In any case, that, that's going to be our focus that I'm going to kick off with today. And I want to get your feedback on that. We have a question, an excellent question that's been sent in early from Doreen. She has got two, two group cruises set for 2023 on river cruises. I couldn't be more excited for you, Doreen. And you've asked a great question about how to proceed and we're gonna tackle that too. So right now, first I wanna welcome everybody here because we do have a live, a very live, a very active audience and I'm so grateful that you're here. Hello Hans, hello Danny, Doreen of course is in the house. Linda's here, Maureen is here, uh, Beverly's here, Corey's here, uh, who else? If I, have, if I've, if I missed you, tell, tell me you're here for the first time. If you've never sat through a group sales power hour, I see Glenna and Jean. Haven't seen your name in a long time. Kesa is here. Cool. This is very exciting. So please, if it's your first time, let me know. And uh, if you want to make a comment in the chat box, do everybody a favor. Good morning, Corey. And make sure you send it to everybody so that they could see your words, unless it's specifically for me. But it's really nice if everyone can see what you've written and shared, especially if it's a question, maybe someone else who's here with you, another travel advisor, has experience and has an answer to share. Or maybe you have an answer for them and can help them, give them lift. Perhaps you've had the same exact experience. That's what the beauty of this group coaching session is. Pardon the pun on group, but it is we're all together now, and I couldn't be more happy. So let's dive in first with this concept that I have, and perhaps if you've been in group sales boot camp or if you have attended any of my group sales success summits or boot camp live, you've heard me ask this question, and it's a trick question, <laughs> which is: Are group leaders letting you down, or? Has a group leader let you down? Now, when, when I ask that as a, as a fresh question, more often than not, there's multiple hands that go up. And mind you, it's a trick question. So you, you don't have to raise your hand here. Hey, Beverly's in the house. Good day. Because here, sir, I will answer this, which is it's not their job to hold you up. Uh Uh-huh. You see the part about the trick question I was telling you about? Have group leaders ever let you down or are they letting you down? Well, it's not their job to hold you up. In fact, it's the opposite. They've hired you. And if you're listening to this after the fact, I'm pointing to you, dear travel advisor. They've hired you to hold them up. And, And here's my theory which is because we call them group leaders, we too easily and too comfortably give them the role of leader. When they're not the leader, they are perhaps the influencer. They are perhaps the most important part of the group's success in terms of having everyone else go, but who's really the leader? You. You have to be the leader because that's why they hired you. Understand, ladies and gentlemen, professionals with me today, that if that group leader thought they could do it on their own, then they would have. The reason why they've come to you is because they want you to to take the leadership role. They want to take the burden of responsibility off their back and put it on yours. But they're not the leader. And and I know this is kind of a mind bending, a mindset thing, but I really think maybe subliminally, subconsciously, we kind of... When I say we, I'm I'm putting myself in your shoes that we give them too much responsibility. And here's the key word coming. Pay attention. The key word is control. We give them too much control because we call them the group leader and we subliminally believe that they're in charge and they're not. I don't care if it's a celebrity I don't care if it's the leader of that family that's helping to gather all their family to get to go on a trip. I don't care if it's the president of the organization who is the group leader. They're not in control. You are. And I, I, I I hope you get where I'm going with this. And I want to sort of backfill to prove my point because now I'd like to give you some uh, perhaps solutions ideas of how you can be sure you take control and maintain control. Okay. And you, you may have the greatest website in the world. You may have the greatest social media posts and they will talk a big game. I hope you do. But when it comes down to it, friends, you have to demonstrate it, right? You have to you, you talk, you talk the talk. You have to walk the walk. So it, it's imperative, especially if you have a really strong presence online or in brochures or wherever, that you deliver on your promises that you are the leader that you're going to take over and that you're grateful they've given you the enormous responsibility to have a successful group. Okay. So let me go through a few points here, Doreen, we're going to get to your question and everyone else, by the way, I see it. Many more people have joined in. Thank you. If you have a Sam's in the house, that makes me really happy, really happy. So glad you're here. If you have a question or something you want me to address, please go ahead and type it in. And as always, I do my best to get to every question. And Sam just posted, that's awesome. So here's, here's a couple of comments, uh, and, and not in a particular order, because this morning, you know, when I, when I said, oh, excellent, power hour, what, wh- I, I like to talk about what's on my mind. So I'm feeling passionate about a topic and this is it. And it's kind of based on recent conversations and observations I've had with uh, advisors recently. I, I try to bring you what, what's contemporary or topical in my head. One of the most important things, friends, is for you to be, capital B, capital E, the authority. Don't give, don't give that authority role to the supplier. First of all, don't even say the word supplier. You've heard me say this before because most of the consumers don't, don't understand. What, what, what do you mean a supplier? A supplier of food product? A supplier of, of cleaning materials? No, no, no. They, they made not understand that you've reduced a, a magnificent cruise line or a, a resort to a supplier. So it's, it, it's critical for you to maintain that authority role no matter who, who you're working with, of course you trust the supplier you've picked the brand. I like calling it the brand better, but at the end of the day, it's all about you. So jot these down if you want. And again, they're not in any specific order, but these, these were the, the, I don't know, top 10 or so things that came to mind, you know, You you need to have an exceptional phone presence or Zoom presence. How many of you are now doing most of your meetings on a video call, whether it's Zoom or Skype, whatever you may be using? You know, when you do Zoom and you're on video, that takes to another level because you need to look the part too, don't you? You you just do. You, you, You need to look good. I know you look good. You're beautiful people. However, how's your lighting? How's the sound? How's your microphone? Step it up. But even if it's still the old-fashioned telephone, which I I think is the best of all, you need to have an exceptional phone presence and, and really make sure that I know if I'm your prospect or if I'm your client or if I'm that group later, Make sure that I know you're listening to me. You're paying attention. You're, you're, uh, you're really all in on the conversation. I've got your attention. And part and parcel to that is to work by appointments. You've heard me say this before too, but I can't tell you. Enough times, how essential it is that you work by appointment. You control your calendar, your schedule. I don't want you pulling the hair out of your head that you're getting all these crazy phone calls at all hours of the day and night. Now, I understand they could be calling because there's an emergency, there's something big that's going on, and somebody who's just calling you out of the blue, that's okay, that's going to happen. But in order to be able to handle all those unpredictable calls and emails that come in, it's important to schedule the rest of them. So, whenever you have meetings with that, Group leader, I'm going to keep calling them a group leader because that's the language we know, although they're not really the leader, are they? You're the leader. Is to work by appointments. And I'm going to take a riff for a second here. Come with me on this momentary riff. You know, I'm the guy who always makes a random left turn or random right turn when I'm talking to you. I just forget where I've come from. So, I do have notes here, so hopefully I'll go back on track. So I appreciate your time very much. I respect that. And the riff is that in the last power hour, do you remember me suggesting that you generate a new revenue stream by becoming a true consultant, a travel consultant. And, oh, but Stuart, I'm already a consultant. What do you mean? I earn my money when I make a sale. And some of you are saying, but wait, Stuart, I earn money too because I charge a service fee. Well, I say Ixney on the oxney and actually come up with a, I'm not going to go too far down this road. I did last power hour and maybe we'll come back to it again in deep detail, but what if you marketed yourself as a consultant first? And you can say that if you you can make the booking as well, which of course they're going to want you to do, but your consulting fee is $150 an hour. Or you have a package of six consulting fees for X amount of dollars. You talk about setting a value for your time, a value for your expertise, a value for your authority, your leadership, your knowledge. I would, I I just think, really, I just think everyone right now, every agent should now become a travel consultant and lead with your hourly pricing. If you all did that, then consumers would say, oh man, wow. Let me pick the right consultant for me. I'll pay that fee and make sense. Might as well have them book it too. It takes your focus off the commission, right? You're no longer a commission, commission hostage. And and, and and if you got tire kickers and they pay you for a couple hours worth of consulting, well, at least you made a couple of bucks now, didn't you? But right, coming back now. Work by appointments, control your time and respect theirs as well. Again, not in any particular order, but you've heard me talk ad nauseum about the group agreement letter. Please be sure that you get that group agreement letter signed. That's a sign of leadership. And all the group agreement letter does, friends, it just confirms their role and your role. Don't make any assumptions that, oh, they know what they have to do. They know they have to promote it and have a presence and send out emails and blah, 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 blah. blah. No, that's where they let you down. And maybe they don't know all the things that you do. Make sure they know, because this is sort of an accountability document. That's the way I see it. That's a sign of leadership. And and if you're afraid, if you're timid, if you're reticent to ask them to sign something, because you're afraid they may give you pushback, then maybe it's not a good client to have if they don't want to, sign on the dotted line and have responsibility in the success of the group very important set the meeting dates now i also said before uh, work by appointments but naturally when you have the group at this point i i i can't boy we go into a lot of this and and boot camp live and group sales boot camp but You want to have regularly scheduled meetings with the go team. The go team. What's a go team? Well, the go team is all the people on their side in their organization who are working with you in that synchronized mission of having a successful group. It's the go team. And maybe you've got other people on your team. It's your go team. Maybe at first you're going to meet once a month. Maybe it's twice a week. Maybe as you get closer, it's once a week but you wanna set meeting dates in advance and especially with the consumers. So you can control and make the servicing, answering the key questions and giving answers much more efficiently. You always wanna set agendas. Are you setting an agenda for every meeting that you have with the client, with the group leader? Have an agenda. I'm going to tell you something. That's a mark of professional uh, leadership. Now, your group leader may come to you and say, hey, Stuart, uh, th- these are the things uh, we'd like to talk about today. Terrific. You put them into your agenda. You make it your agenda. And you send the agenda in advance. Hey, uh, Mr. Miss Ms. Jones or whoever the organization is, is there, uh, hey, here's the agenda for tomorrow's call. Is there anything that we've missed that you'd like to add to it? That displays your leadership. That makes you the the authority. That helps you stay in control. And it will prevent them from letting you down because you're taking control. How about after the meeting? Are you sending a recap? Here's what we discussed. We said yes to this, no to this, working on this. You'll get back to me on this. I'll get back to you on this. Here are the new dates. Here are the new deadlines. Are you sending a recap? That's that's how you can show you're a leader, and that's how you show that you are in control. And, of course, being on time every time, this drives me bananas. People who show up late, or well, they go way over time. Dear friends, you start on time. I, I, you know, I know whenever I do a group sales power hour, most of you know this, I turn on everything at least five minutes before. I'm here early. And there's always at least two of you, Hans and Danny, who are here five minutes early too with me, which is awesome because it gives me a chance to make sure things are working Okay. And I, I get into the groove, do the same, exceed expectations, show up early and say, hey, we've got only five minutes left, which is not true. I'm just giving you an example. Let's start to wrap up. That shows control. In fact, I put that into practice. Now, you know, many of you probably know I've, I've been a business coach for many, 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 many years. I'm also a integrative health coach, not practicing as much as I used to because I have made a significant big life pivot change to become an ADHD life coach. Life coaching is very different from business coaching, but the coaching principles are the same. And part of my success at being a life coach is obviously taking control, being the leader. That's why I've been hired. Of course, being there on time and ending on time. And I need to end five minutes before. If we have a 50, minute now hear me out. If we have a 50, five-oh-minute 50 session, as when we get to 45 minutes, I will say very gently to the person, my client, We've got about five minutes left, and I want to make sure we take this time to recap our big takeaways so that when when this call concludes, we both feel real good about what we've covered today and what we're going to be working on next. And and that's the same way you can wrap up your phone calls and presentations. But give, give them a heads up in advance, saying, hey, at about 45 minutes in, I'm going to make the call. So we can start to bring it to a close and wrap it up. So we feel that we've gotten the most out of this meeting today. And you are a coach in many ways too, in addition to being a consultant, because uh, you you, you want to acknowledge work well done. If you have a group leader, remember, I keep using the word group leader because that's a word that's familiar, right? That's the title we're familiar with, even though I'm telling you, they're really not the leader. You are. Acknowledge work well done. And at the same, in the same breath, you need to have fierce conversations. There's a book by that title. I love that. If the work was not well done, if there was a mistake, if it could be better. And that takes great leadership skills to have a, a, a nurturing critical conversation with somebody, especially if it's your client. <laughs> that ain't so easy. And they hired you to do that. They hired you to say, hey, listen, maybe we could do that a little differently next time. Or I have an idea. Or how did that feel? Did you, did you feel it went as well as it could have? And when they say, ah, that's your opportunity to showcase your leadership abilities. Follow-up, well, for years, one of the the, the biggest workshops or sometimes keynotes, mainly workshops I would be invited to deliver was the the five habits of highly successful salespeople based on a survey that I did. And okay, spoiler alert, number one, top of the list is follow-up the most successful salespeople, and, and I, I i didn't make this up, I, I did a survey, was follow-up. So be an exceptional follow-upper. <laughs> Can you do that? Oh, by the way, I just want to read a comment here that Beverly made. Beverly uses Calendly. And she says it's her best friend. And, and that goes back to setting appointments, setting meetings. And I just signed up for my life coaching business to, I use SavvyCal. I mean, there's a number of options out there. Whatever you use, use it. Whatever you pay, as long as you use it, it's worth every penny. And more and more people have calendars of their own that they use online and more and more people expect the businesses they work with to have an online calendar. Cause it's easy. Now you're, you're, you're talking to a guy here who has not fully embraced it. All right. I still have, I still have the old fashioned calendar, you know, what can I say? However, because uh, I, I'm, I'm, of, of my uh a new skill set, the new the new pivot I'm adding to what I do for a living, life coaching. I have to have an online calendar. And oh, Trinita just joined. Oh, so Karen just asked, it's called Savvy Cal. S-A-V-V-Y-C-A-L. Savvy Cal. All right. And and Beverly said that you still have the old fashioned calendar too. There you go. I need I need the visual. I have to have it. Linda said the same thing. I have to have a paper calendar too. If the computer's down, I need backup. I am with you. And and I'm learning now how to use both, because it would be it would cause a lot of problems if I ended up putting meetings here and not here, and I overlapped. Boom, it hurts my head just thinking about a screw-up like that. But that's where I am. And Karen said the same thing. Karen said, I have to have a complete month calendar visually in front of me at all times. I am with you. And I suspect for me that once I figure it out, I'll know how I can, A, easily access my online calendar and, and over, overlay it so that when people make appointments with me, uh, that, that they're all meshed together, right? My personal calendar too, because I could have, I could maybe be working only a half day on a Wednesday and I have to make sure that those time slots are not available to be booked. And at the same time, to your point, Beverly and to Karen, that I can print that out. You could certainly print what you see online. Does it defeat the purpose? No, who says so? Well, what's, what's the rule? You could still print an online calendar because we need the visuals. Right. Beverly said the online calendar scheduler will allow people to find a time that works for them in your day versus you having to figure out when they are available. It's a win-win. Did you get that? Thank you, Beverly, for supporting this. And for those of you who are not, I'm curious, rather than saying who is not, just go ahead and type in Just say, if you're using an online calendar for appointments, say yes. Just type in yes. I'm just curious to see how many of you are. And you can give the name of the calendar you're using, and I'm happy to share it because other people like to get um, uh, references and recommendations. And Beverly goes on to say, you sync your calendars and then your busy spots won't show up for them to book. That's exceptional. I, I know we got a low track here, but but this is that's how important this is, and I'm really glad you brought this up. And there you go. Sam said yes. Linda yes. Kisa yes. Jean, Kyle. Hey Kyle. Jenny, uh Ray yes. Trinita. Hey Trinita. Glenna said no. So Glenna, there's an opportunity. Uh, Jean uses time trade. Thank you. Uh, Doreen no. Trinita, uh, yes. Uh, and Karen, Karen asked if a client calls you, do you then refer them to the savvy Cal to make an appointment? The answer is yes, because you want to, you want to, uh, I need to a get myself out of the habit of doing a manual appointment. Now, of course I can do it. I can fill it in and I can say, Hey, I'm going to go to on my website, because you can see it there. It's ADHD is a skill set. I will sell them. Here's the calendar. I'm going to go ahead and make the booking. And for the future, it's a piece of cake. You can go right here and make the booking. Now, naturally, Karen and everybody else, if they're uncomfortable doing that, that's what you do. You do it for them, right? That's okay. It's what you do. Otherwise, I'll make the booking for them, Karen, and make sure their email address is in so they they get the email as if they've made the booking themselves. Okay. Hans said, no. Uh, uh, Karen said, no, but I need to. And this is, uh, I, I see words like it, it makes you look super professional. There you go. Uh, Danny said, no, I do not need to. I have a calendar I use for myself with my host agency that is cloud-based. They also use my calendar on my iPhone that syncs on my computer. Danny, there you go. There you go. So you're doing it. You're using, I hate to use the technology, but you're using a more efficient calendar tool. And the question is, uh, can I don't don't know the answer to this, Danny, but can a client, can a prospect make a, make a, a scheduled time with you without you having to be on the phone with them or arranging it together? Uh, Karen said, do you also use a counter as a tickler to remind yourself to do some follow-up? For me, no, Karen, I, I, I don't. I don't. Every single day, where's today's, where is it? I don't know. It's probably, it's probably where I had my coffee a few minutes ago. Uh, every single day, I have a clean piece of paper that reminds me of all the things I need to do. And then I rewrite that list for the next day because I like a hands-on approach. I, it makes me feel good when I can cross off stuff, right? Doesn't it make you feel good when you cross off stuff? Of course. And it reminds me, man, I've carried this task over three days. It's time to get it done. All right. Let me keep going here because I want to finish this conversation, get the Doreen's question and any questions or anecdotes, stories you have on your mind about running your business or specifically group travel. I want to make every minute you're here with me worth your while. Following up, we said, oh, here's important, saying no and expressing your professional opinions. How many times have you said, oh, I wish I had said, I disagree, I don't think that chip is right for you. I'm not sure that property has what you need. I know someone recommended it. Probably you read something online that it's not a good product, but I'm here to tell you, you can't believe everything you read online. Ah. <laughs> oh, that's a dangerous word to go down. Cause it's, there's a lot of baloney out there. With all due respect to baloney, perhaps. <laughs> And, and you want to be their truth detector, right? You've heard me say that before, too. You want to be their truth detector. And sometimes, eh, all the time, you need to step up, be the authority and say, Madam, sir, or whatever, uh, I, I need to, permission to speak freely here. I am your travel consultant, and therefore, I need to tell you, in my professional opinion, that product is excellent or that product is not right for you. Wow. You'll have, they, they will give you so much respect, and, but you need to back it up. Don't make it emotional, right? Make it factual. They will really appreciate it. And you know what? If they don't like what your commentary, if they don't like your professional opinion here, Because you're expressing this because you want them to have a successful group trip or vacation for the two of them, whatever we're talking about here. Then let them go someplace else because you can't, you won't sleep well at night knowing you've booked something for them that's not perfect. And another another part of being a great consultant and a great coach to your group leader is always asking at the end of every conversation, friends, is there anything standing in your way, preventing you from doing a great job, from from sending out that email, from being a great cheerleader to get friends and family and colleagues and co-workers to sign up? Are there any obstacles preventing you from achieving great success? And you know, you can use this Same exact question, the same leadership question in everyday life. If you have independent contractors, if you have employees, if you have staff, if you have children. What what a great question to ask when you know they have a goal that either they've given themselves or you've given them. They have a task. They're on a mission. For you to ask, is there anything in the way? Because it it opens up an opportunity for them as, as the, I hate to use the word manager, but indeed the manager, when I was in management level positions with all the cruise lines and executive level roles, this was a question I asked all the time. Because before you leave this office, I want to know what the excuse could be. I want to eliminate any excuse why you didn't deliver, why this didn't get done. And it's a simple question. Is there anything standing in your way that's preventing you from achieving this, from accomplishing this, from doing this? Okay. Now, uh, it, it kind of winding down this, this conversation, you also need to take control of the four P's. Do you remember the four P's? I'm going to say them. They're product, price, place and promotion. And of course, this is group specific, ladies and gentlemen, you need to control the four P's because you are the group leader. Even if you have an influencer, that social leader, that organizer, whoever is, is the magnet to pull the people in, to help convince others. Hey, come along with me. Let's go. We're going to have a great time together. The four P's product. Your role as the leader is to make sure, as we just said, that they've picked the right product. They feel comfortable about it. And you know the product can deliver. Number two, the price. Wait a minute, Stuart. What? what, what I, don't, I don't have a sale with the price, Stuart. I, I, I don't control the pricing. The brand does. Well, you're wrong. I love you. And you're wrong because I don't want you to sell it. Here we go. Here it comes. I don't want you selling a bare bone strip down off the shelf product. Instead, you're going to sell the package. You got that right. The package. That's how you control the price. And the place. Well, Stuart, what's place? That's the third P. Well, the place is not where they're cruising to or what hotel or what part of the world they're going to go to, where the resort's located, places, how you're reaching them, how are you communicating, how are you marketing, through what channels, the place, how you're going to reach them and get the word out. You need to take control and understand. Well, everyone's hanging out over here, uh, whether it's Facebook or Instagram or just email or if it's Zoom, take control. And if it's a a, a, a platform that you're not entirely comfortable with, but they are, you need to learn it quick. And the last P, of course, is promotion, the sale. And you know where I'm going with that. The promotion, now I'm talking here, the sale to the consumers. After you've got the group agreement letter signed, the promotion to get people to sign up, that's the group. That's the GLS, group launch sequence, group launch sequence. You take control. You don't share the price right away. You tell them exactly when it's time to buy. Not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. Now, up, windows closed. That's about the five-second tour, the nickel tour of the group loan sequence. And I'm going to end it here with this quote. I'm going to go back and read your comments. And Doreen, we're going to get to your question. Sam, you posted one too. This is from Russell Brunson. His quote is, people are begging to be led. People are begging to be led. Of course, this is a book on, on leadership. And I'm convinced that every group leader who hires you to help lead a successful group departure still needs to be, wants to be, begs to be led. You as the leader, you as the manager, you as the authority. And and, and if you have a hard time with that, then maybe use the word partner. Now, you're not equal partners because you're the agency owner or the agent. They're not. The advisor, they're not. But just keep that in mind. Underneath it all, they're hiring you. So it's not—it's—it's it's not their opportunity to let you down, because uh, or you hold them up, right? Coming back to that very first opening statement, it's not their job to hold you up. They hired you to hold them up. Okay, I hope that helped. I wanted to keep that to about. About a half hour, but we ended up having a a lively conversation about calendars. Let me catch up here. Uh, Let's see. Uh, 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 Beverly says Trello is a great app or website to help track and move people through the sale and follow up process. That's called Trello. That I've heard of. That's been around for a while. Trello. Um, Linda says that's where I'm stuck, getting my group leader to let me schedule a Zoom with everyone so we can move on to promotion. Well, get them on the phone, Linda. Let's have a convo with them now because that's the way he's got to go down. I don't understand. Now, I know we can have a whole long conversation. Why the group leader won't let you schedule, but just do it. Just do it. Say, well, I'm going to set it for Tuesday. I will get the word out. You come if you want. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a hoot? Are you welcome, Doreen? Glad that was helpful. Okay. Um, I want to make sure I've got Sam's question coming up after. Uh, there it is. Where, where it is. There we go. All right, Sam, I'm coming to you next, but I want to uh, uh, address Doreen's question. And I want to get input from everybody here. And then we're going to get to yours, Sam. So we go, go in order of how the questions came in. And I Have I told you how grateful I am? that you're here with me right now. Thank you. You realize we only have, this is October. Uh, This is the third to last. After this is only two more group sales power hours. And I want to make these the best that I can possibly do. And the fact that you're here with me means a lot. All right. Here's what Doreen asks. I'm specializing in group river cruises and I'm relaunching my business in Jan 2022. I love the sound of that. Relaunching with a specialization. I love the niche. I am uh, the affinity for, so here in this case, Doreen is the affinity or the group leader or the magnet for two group cruises scheduled for 2023. Here's my dilemma. My affinity group will be the first time we've sailed together. So it's a brand new affinity group. Why is it an affinity? Because she goes on to say the people sailing will be both existing friends and new friends. So a quasi affinity group, but I would imagine that they all know you or somehow somebody who knows you is bringing along another friend. And, and to be honest with you, Doreen, this is exactly what I do with my friends and family river crews. I'm doing my second one, July 2022, and we're sold out. We sold out very quickly, 15 staterooms. And it's a core group of family, core group of friends, and some family and some friends are bringing along some of their friends. It works. It works, especially if you're the leader. In this case, I'm the leader, of course, with my lovely wife, Kimberly, who was even more fun to hang out with. (laughs) She goes on to say, I'm interested in partnering with Amr Waterways. They have an outstanding reputation and are well known for working well with newbies. How shall I approach my BDM? And do I have any negotiating power for add-ons, onboard credits, et cetera? Thanks a bunch. Okay, so there's the question now. If you have an answer, make sure you type so that Doreen can see it in the chat box there. So make sure you send it to everyone. Let's take both questions independently. They have an outstanding reputation and are well-known for working with newbies. I just want to make a comment there that absolutely, just remember... It wasn't too long ago, Doreen and everybody, that river cruising was 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 small. It, 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 was, it was not as nowhere as big as it is today as, a, as an opportunity, as an option. So believe me, there are no doubt they are the leaders in talking to newbies because that's what it's all about, is helping uh, those travel advisors who believe it's a it's a superb product, and it's something they want, they want to become an expert in, like you, to learn. You, m- most advisors haven't been on a river cruise. I know more and more you're taking them, you're enjoying it, you get it. Significant difference between that and an ocean cruise, naturally. So you're in a good place, you're in a good spot. How shall I approach my BDM? Okay, I say you set up a meeting and you take them to lunch. You take them to lunch. They may not let you pick up the tab. And maybe it maybe there's a a discomfort level or they're uh, 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 being together during this great in-between time, or maybe they're just not local to you and you don't want to wait until they come to town, or maybe there's just no one local. But I would schedule a meeting and here's that leadership again, have an agenda and be honest. Doreen, you need to be open and honest, and I would go in with the questions that you're hoping to get answered. Every one of their BDMs, I am sure, it's a leap of faith, have dealt with plenty of newbies. And give yourself more credit, Doreen, because I don't, I'm not sure you're quite the newbie that you think they are, maybe they river cruising. However, you do, of course, need to learn the whole process, the whole system, and 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 when it comes to negotiating power, that's a great question. I I, I want to open it up for everyone to answer. But in my opinion, I'm not sure there's an awful lot of negotiating you have with river cruise groups because there's a smaller capacity. The terms and conditions are going to be a little more stringent about how long you can keep that allotment. Because if that ship is selling, they could come back and take space. There are going to be different rules on putting deposits down and getting stateroom assignments. Very different from cruise ships. You need to learn that, understand that, because you need to also communicate that to the groups. Say, listen, river cruise ships sell out fast. There's only roughly 75 staterooms on a ship, so they sell fast. So, it, so it's first come, first serve. If you have interest, let's make a move. Let's get it. Let's get it booked. However, never say never when it comes to negotiating, because I can tell you there are. Maybe it's co-op advertising, or maybe it's. Uh, it's that they participate in the selling process, how they can help you to sort of pop in on one of your Zoom calls, one of your presentations. Or maybe th- there is something that they can help you out with to do a little something special for the guests on board. I don't believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, friends, you guys are on the front lines, not me. River cruising in general. I'm not sure that they have these, like the, the big lines have the gap points, if you will. And first of all, it's not the customer's business what a gap point is. You use that. You leverage that to get the group and to reward them, use it as part of an incentive. In any case, my the bottom line answer to this question, Dorian, is is you ask that question of your BDM. Tell me, what? can we negotiate help me remind me teach me of what I should be could be asking you for Doreen can you do that I mean it's all about being honest and they're going to love you for this love you for this because you're coming in and you're being nothing but straight up honest say listen this is new for me I'm I've picked you because of your reputation And understand that everyone's in it together, right? So their success is your success. Your success is their success. They want you to be successful. So just come right out and say, what can I ask you for? What do you have that I need to be aware of to help us be more successful? That's exactly how I would do it, Doreen, because if they do have stuff up their sleeves, it may vary by destination. It may vary by departure date. So if you just come clean like that, I, I think you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna do great. Let me just come down and let me just read some comments that we've gotten here. And uh, Doreen says, sure, sure can, Stuart. Honest, honesty is important to me. Love all the great tips. You got it. Uh, Sam says, I just confirmed with Alma to do a small group on the Alma Magna where I already have three suites on deposit, awesome, brand new ship, I'm a Magna. I emailed my BDM with the message that just said, can we talk? So Doreen, pay attention. Sam is giving some good advice here. Can we talk? That's all it took to to, uh, to get a call back from the BDM, now working on doing a Zoom event with him to stir up more interest. I love it. I appreciate that very much. Hans says, Amma Waterways BDMs are very good to work with. Yes, take them to lunch. They will also do Zoom meetings with you. Amma can put a special event for your group. Amma can put a special event together for your group. Uh, Linda says, I had my BDM from Amma do a Zoom, and he was wonderful. And he gave you the name there. Maybe you guys maybe have the same BDM. There you go. All right. Now, I want to go back, as, as you all continue that discussion, I want to go back to Sam's question. We got about 10 minutes left. And I'm going to maximize our time together. So if you have any anything on your mind you want to share, you want to ask, bring it, because we will end exactly on time, if not before. So this is from Sam. So awesome to see your name. I've missed you. I hope you're well. Thank you for making my day. Here's what Sam says. I have a small group that is put off by uh, the testing as the supplier is suggesting getting tested just before departing the U S to reassure the group will test negative when they arrive in the UK and they need to be tested within 48 hours. And then another test within 72 hours before returning to the U S they are just stuck in quote, I'm reading what Sam wrote do we stay or do we go? That's that's Sam's dilemma. And I'm going to take a leap of faith here that so many of you are hearing the same thing from your, your clients. Do we stay or do we go? And she asks, how do I kickstart them so deposits start coming in? Sam, that's a great question. And please, dear friends, We've got nine minutes left. If you have a response for Sam, go ahead and type it in and send it to everyone so we can see, we can get a pulse for what you say. Have you been dealing with this? Because I've got to believe this is more the norm, more normal than than not. And I'm going to give you my two cents on this, Sam. I think... It's your role, it's our role as travel advisors to, of course, be good, positive coaches and say, Yay, this is going to be great. This is going to be fun. This is the right chip view, it's the right destination, it's the right uh, time of the year, it's the right uh, itinerary. That, that's critically important, of course, when you're completely honest and you know that you've helped guide them to make great choices. That aside, I, I think we need to call it like it is right now at this time in our, in our lives, which is that it's understandable that people are having trepidations, have anxieties, have fears. I have the same thing going on with my friends and family River Cruise for July 2022. There's a couple of folks. And here's how I handle that. And I'd like to address this to you you don't want to talk somebody into doing something that they're really uncomfortable because I don't want you losing sleep at night, knowing that you pushed and maybe, maybe pushed a little too hard. And I'm not saying you would do this, but I I don't want it to be perceived so that when that person says, you know, I, I talked to you about this. You said, it's going to be fine and here I am, it's not fine, and now I'm going to lose all this money or whatever the consequences, I think you have to address the specific anxiety. And you ask specifically to that person or that couple, uh, may I ask, is is there something specific that's keeping you on the fence? Is there something specific uh, of an area of concern, of fear, of anxiety? Because it's understandable, right? We, we have to acknowledge the reality of what's going on. And here's where you play coach. It's like when I'm a life coach. Where's the pain body? I don't say that. Where does it hurt? <laughs> I don't say that either. What's not going well? I say that. <laughs> and Sam, I would suggest to you and everyone else if you can, uh, on a very individual basis, because the anxiety will be very individual, let them express their very specific personal concern. And perhaps you do have an answer to say, oh, but wait, because we will have this, we will do this. Here's the solution. Here's how to overcome that anxiety. And what's going to be the hardest of all to do for you and everyone else who's listening right now is to say, Mr. Mrs. Jones, I hear you. I understand your concern. And the reality is there are no guarantees. You're correct. And you're just going to restate what they've said. There is a chance this. There is a chance of this. There is a chance of this. And here are the deadlines. Here are the consequences as we get closer and closer. And if you've already paid your deposit, what you can lose, this kind of stuff. And let them make a decision so it's on their conscience, not on yours, that they've made a decision with all the facts at their fingertips. You're the truth detector. You give them all the facts so they can make their own decision. Sam, you want them to own that decision. And as sad or as crushing or as difficult and disappointing it may be to hear them say, we've decided not to go. We've decided to put this off. We've decided to cancel. We've decided not to deposit. Oh, as I'm saying this, right. It's an uncomfortable. Sentence sentiment to hear. Because you've been hearing this now for almost Two years. Have it on their conscience, not yours. Give them the facts. Let them make a decision based on their own individual concerns. And, and, and if you believe that you, you have a, a solution, uh, uh, something that will convince them that, hey, that will be taken care of. You'll be okay with, with that specific concern, then you're good. But we, I think as professionals, as leaders, it's incumbent upon us to be a thousand billion percent truthful and honest, and I, and I and I know you are, Sam, and everyone who's with me right now. You are, but remember that we these at all times. If you have anyone that and they're expressing concerns, they may not be yours. Your anxiety, your concern, your fear, but it's theirs. We have to acknowledge that accept that and allow them to make the decision that they feel comfortable with let me just read the final comments because we got like two minutes left and I, i hope that i hope that makes sense uh let's see here so stick with me uh stick with me linda said most of the cruise lines have an easy refund policy and next you can leverage other uh, travel advisors that have cruised, get their testimonials that it's okay to travel. I love that, Linda. That's great. I hope to see you later on the mastermind. meeting. Mitch is in the house, finally here. Sorry, you're so late, Mitch. You miss, this is a great meeting. I'm glad you're here, though. Thank you. Han said the conditional sale order should hopefully be going away after January. Maybe the pre-cruise testing requirements will also go away but now no one really knows at this time right mitch said truth up front will heal if they cancel later it hurts even more i'm gonna say that again truth up front will heal if they cancel later it hurts even more thank you mitch for sharing that it's right it's just that's, that's the truth. That's the gospel right there. Gene said, and make sure you are offering travel insurance that will cover if there is a positive test result before coming home. That is critically important now, isn't it? That's where your leadership comes in, where you require that. <laughs> I know you can't require it, but maybe I know some advisors who won't even take the booking if they refuse to be covered by travel insurance. Hans said, so right, Gene, Sam said, I was thinking of doing a Zoom call with the group, but I like your idea, Stuart, to talk to each of them individually. Yes, perhaps in a Zoom call, so we are face-to-face. I agree. And that's it. We are at just about at time. And Sam, just to your words, uh, just to echo that again. Yeah, I I think it's so individual, friends. uh, And and while there's definitely... One final note from Stuart, strength in numbers where, hey, if this couple, if they're going and this couple are going, then okay, if they're going, we're going. I get that, right? There's momentum there. There's safety in numbers. So there's something to that too. But Sam, what you can say is, look, friends, if you have a specific concern and want to talk one-on-one, I'm happy to, right? I, I, I think I would reposition my, my suggestion to you that way. Because there's that, that, that safety and numbers thing, right? At the same time, you do want to give them the opportunity to have a personal, professional conversation with you. And Mitch said, include the travel insurance in the package, and include your fee. So if they do cancel, you still have earned it. Agreed. Be careful about how you include the travel insurance in because it may not be legal to include it in. That's a conversation for another day. However, I like your thinking. I like your thinking. They can opt out, but if they opt out, that creates a potential issue. We are at time. Thank you. Each and every one of you, I'm looking at you.